Who am I to tell you anything? Well, I am Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media. Sorry, somebody's trying to ring me and I'm having to tether my phone to do my internet. Uh, so a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that every brand and business was in a position to necessarily pay for content to be created on a regular basis for them. But I still wanted to be able to help those guys and people create content that help them stand out, create content consistently, because we all know being on this thing consistently is essential really in this day and age, especially right now while we're all still in this lockdown situation and people are consuming more and more content. So our content gets cannibalized really easily. So if you're not consistent, then you don't really show up. But if they're not consistent and they can't afford somebody to create content for them, how could they be consistent? So what I did was I sat down and I took a process that I'd been doing myself, that I'd been doing with my clients, I had spoken about when I'd keynote spoken, and kind of bastardized it a little bit, turned it into a book and called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And it's basically a process that takes everything from planning to podcasting and a whole heap of stuff that goes on in between as well to try and help you create more content for your brand and your business, saving you a bit of time, but like I say, most importantly, for free. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. So today I want to chat to you about follow for follow. It's a really hard subject to talk about because I know a lot of people still use it as a as a way of growing an audience and I want to talk to you about how utterly pointless it is for your brand for your business for your channels whatever whatever platform you are using it on be it Facebook to try and build your business page so you have more more people following your business page be it Instagram so you have more people following your content on Instagram be it YouTube so you have more subscribers wherever it might be it is a vanity metric. You see it popping up every single platform. TikTok, when TikTok first launched, people were creating content and then people got desperate to be big on TikTok. So you got people who would create special lives where they would go live and everybody who was in the live room with them had to follow each other so that their audiences grew. And it just becomes this vicious circle of crap, basically, because what you've got to remember, and I've said this word already, it is a vanity. It is a vanity metric. You are only worried about the numbers because you think that's what's important. And it's really, really not what's important for a brand or for a business, for anybody. If you believe sub for sub, follow for follow is the ideal way forward for you, you are wrong. And I cannot reiterate that enough. You are 100% wrong. Follow for follow is not a tool you should be using to grow your audience on any platform whatsoever. Because the problem is, is it's really nice to have all these followers. And yes, you get that buzz inside, that vanity feeling of, I've got a million subscribers. But the algorithms don't see it that way. So every single platform, we all have heard of the algorithm. We all try to understand the algorithm. The problem is, is the people who program it don't even understand the algorithm. But the algorithm sees that you've got this massive number of subscribers, this massive number of followers who have taken their time out to press the follow, subscribe button, whatever it might be, on your channel, on your profile. So that's great. So then you put out a piece of content. 
it could be Instagram, for example, and you've got 100,000 people are following you through follow for follow on Instagram. Now, some of them might potentially be interested in what you've got to say, but most probably won't. In fact, most, if they're doing follow for follow with you, they're also doing it with 100,000 other people, which means they're following 100,000 accounts as well as being followed by 100,000 accounts, which means they never see anybody's content, really. So the problem here is that because they're never going to see your content. So they're never going to like it. So you have 100,000 people liking your channel. You post a piece of content and you get 100 people like that piece of content. Now, that is more than probably what you were usually getting when you had 100,000 followers. But now you've got 100,000 followers to only get 100 likes. The algorithm looks at your content and just goes, well, hang on a minute. You've posted this. You've got 100,000 people following you. You must be something good, but the piece of content you just put out has only got 100 likes from 100,000. That's 1% of your audience. So the algorithm goes, you must be shit, or at least this piece of content is, so it doesn't push that piece of content out. And then you post another piece of content, and it does the same, if not worse, in its performance, because not as many people get to see it, because they're all follow for follows. So then you get 87 people like that piece of content. So 0.87% of your audience have liked this piece of content. And the algorithm goes, well, hang on. The last piece didn't perform very well, and this piece hasn't performed very well. I'm going to keep an eye on this. And then the next piece doesn't perform well, and so on and so forth, until the algorithm just goes, well, you know what? Your content is obviously crap. If you've got 100,000 people following you, yet only 80-odd people are liking a piece of content, your content must be really rubbish. So in that case, I am not going to put it in front of anybody anymore. In fact, I'm just going to drop it down the feed. And so I'm not going to necessarily really push it in front of a huge audience very regularly. Um, and if you're lucky, I'll push it to 5% of your potential audience and see what happens there. Because this is what happens. They don't push your content out to everybody that follows you. They used to. Back in the day, you have 100 subscribers on YouTube. You post a piece of content, 100 people would see it in their subscription feed. But that's not how the algorithms work anymore. What they do is they push it out to a test base and they go, right, okay, how many people in the test base are going to like it? And if a good majority do like it, then they'll push it out a bit further and so on and so forth. But if not many of the test base actually like it, they don't push it out. And the reason you're not getting the figures and the numbers that you'd really like to is because you've done follow for follow or sub for sub. So all you've got are these dead followers. You've got a great number on your channel that says you have 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. The only downside being is only 75 of those are actually active and give a shit about the content that you're putting out. What I want you to come off the back end of this broadcast and think about is have you done this? It's not the end of the world if you have. You can fix it. Have a chat with me if you want to know more about that. But what you need to do is not do follow for follow and not do sub for sub. It is the wrong way forward for your brand and for your business. What you want to do is build an audience of people who care about what it is that you've got to say. You're building a community. They're not your fans. They're not people who are good. They're not customers. They're a community. You want to build a community of people who will talk to each other as well as talk to you and interact with your content and actually want to hear more about the value that you've got to give rather than these vanity metrics, which they just don't really care. They really don't care about what you've got to say. 
So yes, it's nice to be able to have a proper URL because you've got so many subscribers. Or yes, it's nice to have YouTube say, oh, well, you've got 4,000 watch time minutes a month and uh, a year and you've got 1,000 subscribers. So that means you can monetize your account. These are all little vanity things that the platforms use to kind of play with your mind a little bit. They're not important especially on YouTube where they're saying you can earn money because you really, really can't. You can earn money if you've got big numbers or if you've got maybe four or 5,000 subscribers who care about what it is that you've got to say. But if you've got a vanity metric where most of them aren't actually engaged with your content, the algorithm just pushes you further down the feed because they know your content's crap, so nobody wants to see it. Your content could be great, but the algorithm makes an assumption. So... Just concentrate on building an audience who care about what it is that you've got to say, who care about that value. It might only be 75 people, but if it's 75 people and 65 of those are regularly engaged, the algorithm will see that. And it will start to push your content out to an audience of people who might actually like your content. That's why on YouTube, you get recommended videos down the right-hand side of the screen so that when you've watched a video, it goes, hang on, you might like this one. And if you've got a piece of content that is performing well because you've got a small subscriber base and most of them have watched it on a regular basis, you could end up being put into those recommended feeds on a regular basis. So concentrate on building an audience who care. Concentrate on building an audience who give a damn. And don't worry about those vanity metrics. Don't worry about follow for follow or sub for sub. Don't do it in groups and all that kind of stuff. Don't join these stupid Instagram loops that are going about at the moment where it's all about, well, if you like this post and then save this post and then comment with three other people who might want to be part of this post and then comment done, then we'll put you into our numbers of subscribers and then everybody has to follow everybody within that list and it's just a lot of crap. All it's going to do is help you with vanity metrics. It is not going to help you grow a brand and a business of people who care about what you've got to say. And I've tested it. I've gone out of my way and tested this kind of stuff to see if it actually really does work or not. And it doesn't. It really, really doesn't. And I've not done this on my personal accounts. I've created test accounts and tried all these different types of things. And it's a load of bullshit. Just concentrate on that value and concentrate on the audience who actually do care about you. Like I say, it doesn't matter if it's a small number. It really doesn't. I'd rather have 75 subscribers of which 80 to 90% of them actually care about what I've got to say and maybe even share my content than have a million people follow me and have 100 people liking the content. That's just pointless. Utterly pointless because it just means I'm not going to really be making an impact because the algorithm's never going to push my content anywhere. Okay, right, I'm going to move on from this. Uh, hopefully, you got some value from Follow for Follow and chatting about it today. If you're brand new to these um, podcasts or, or the live, however you're actually consuming this piece of content, uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That would be really cool. And if you've got any questions, stick them in the comments. Um, I've got a couple of questions that have popped in. First one first, though, uh, a quick hello to Little Miss Jebel, who is watching on Twitch. Thank you very much for uh, joining us. Okay, so Raylin has asked, how do you deal with trolls? Okay, so how do I deal with trolls? I kill them with kindness. Um, I respond back to them. I ask them questions. Normally, they will disappear. Those who are trolling just because they're sad little individuals, they're the ones who generally go away and don't really come back because you're commenting um, back to them. Those who actually 
kind of appreciate the fact you've gone back to them. Start up a bit of a conversation and maybe try and find out more about what it is you're talking about because they've really not actually digested it. Remember, these people are in such a bad place that they're willing to watch your content and then tell you how much they hate it. So <laughs> they're in a really bad place at the moment. So don't worry so much about trolls. Um, and like I say, I kill them with kindness. You could just ignore them. You could just block them. Um, there are multiple different ways. Um, and it depends on what the troll is trying to achieve and what they're saying and all that kind of stuff. Like I say, me personally, I'd generally go back to them and, um, yeah, kill them with kindness. But that's just my way around doing it. I also have to remember in my head, it's none of my business what anybody else thinks of me. Because if you concentrate on what the trolls are saying, it would just stop you creating content altogether. And you don't want to stop creating content. It's what you enjoy doing. So don't worry about them. It's none of your business what they've got to say about you. And if you really, really, it affects you that badly, block them, delete the comments, whatever, hide the comments, um, and don't go back to them and just, just yeah, stop them from seeing your content altogether. Hopefully, uh, that's helped a little bit. Um, and also, another quick one from uh, Tim, who is asking, how can I get a better camera setup than just my iMac? Well, number one, I'm using my iMac at the moment. Uh, I've got a light up there and a light down here. Normally, I'd have them on tripods, but I was using those yesterday for filming. Um, and yeah, I kind of light myself. And it, I mean, it doesn't look amazing. I look a bit pink because of the, ca the curtains and stuff, but it's not terrible. Um, another way is to obviously buy a new webcam, stick that on the top. Or if you really, really want to go to town on it, what you could do is use a piece of software called OBS. And OBS plugs into your system. It's completely free. Um, and you can run your DSLR camera through it or maybe like a, a small camera like this one. My G7X would run through it. And you can just basically use that as your webcam. But because you can change your lens and stuff like that on a DSLR, you could have like a prime lens on there, which gives you a really shallow depth of field really make it look nice um, and yeah, it could be pretty special. Sadly, I don't have the space to do that, but if you've got the space to set up a camera in front of you, use something like OBS and a piece of software like that and uh, plug and play and, and have some fun with it. And it would probably make your content look 10 times better. You just, well, it might not, it might, who knows? Um, fingers crossed it, it would because it's, it's meant to. So if it doesn't, you're doing something wrong. Anyway, right, I'm going to uh, disappear. Thank you very much for uh, watching today. If you do have any questions, if you're watching on the replay or listening to the podcast tonight, Stick them into the comments or you can drop me an email. My email address is in the section below um, and I will do the best to answer them either on email or we can take them into the next live that I'll be here for on Friday. But until then, as always in these strange times, uh, please continue to stay safe and have a good one. I'll catch you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.